people often ask me, well, where can I attend one of these same-side selling immersion workshops? And historically, I give them as private workshops internally for businesses, and not every business can invest tens of thousands of dollars to do that. We are now offering these same-side selling immersion workshops, and we have three of them coming up. We just had one recently in Scottsdale, Arizona that was sold out. You can see the feedback and the ratings and scores and all that on our website. The three coming up are first on March 31st in Dallas, then on April 17th in San Francisco, and then Wilmington, Delaware, May 9th. So just visit ianaltman.com for more details. Hey, it's Ian Altman. Thanks so much for taking the time to review us on iTunes and share with your friends. It's just really exciting to see the audience grow and all the great feedback, so thanks very much. On this episode, I'm going to talk about three core elements that will help you achieve greater business success when it comes to working with potential clients or prospects. We're going to talk about the notion of fit or finding impact together, how to disarm the notion that you're just there to sell something, and how to improve the quality and effectiveness of the referrals that you get from existing referral sources, existing clients, or even within an organization. So first, let's talk about this idea of finding impact together or what we refer to in same-side selling as fit. So in many cases, salespeople think that their job is to run in there and convince the client that they absolutely need what it is that you're selling. And it just isn't so. It's a really bad strategy because you seem like the pushy, slimy salesperson that nobody wants to be around. So instead, what you want to think about is, does the client or prospect have a problem that you're really good at solving? And if they do, do you feel that you have the resources in your business to help them address those? And if so, then we found something that's meaningful to them. Now, when we talk about impact, we're going beyond just the superficial. So, for example, if you're somebody who was selling medical treatment for carpal tunnel syndrome, you can't just say, hey, does your arm ever feel weird? Yeah, it does. Oh, you need carpal tunnel. That would be stupid because you would first have to diagnose their condition to see whether or not they have enough severity in their condition, whether or not they have all the symptoms that lead to a diagnosis that warrants your treatment. The same thing happens to apply in a business context. Whatever it is you're selling, what you want to think about is what are the kinds of problems that we're really good at solving? What are the things that we do that help overcome those challenges? And now we're just trying to find a fit between that client's needs and what it is that we do. So if, let's say, you sell some sort of technology service and someone asks, what do you do? You could say, well, what we do is we offer XYZ technology and no one's going to care or understand it. Or you can talk about here are the problems that we solve. Now, the beauty is that once you start getting a handle on the problems that you solve and once you set on a quest to find the fit or find impact together with your clients and prospects, then what happens is your whole strategy changes because now your strategy, instead of how can I get in front of somebody to meet with them, all you're trying to determine is, look, does this person have a need that we're good at solving? And if that's the case, then you have something worth talking about. And if not, you probably don't, and that's okay. 
So you'll start asking questions like, well, what is it you were hoping to solve? What is it that inspired you to meet with us today? So I want to make sure you get these specific questions. So if someone reached out to you or someone made an introduction and now you're meeting with them, you can always say, well, what inspired you to meet with us today? And just shut up at that point. Let them tell you what was it about whatever they heard about you that inspired them to meet with you. Now, as part of that, they're not only going to be convincing you, they're going to be reminding themselves why they decided to meet with you. They're going to have a more positive outlook about you than they did before. And then that gives you the ability to then ask the next question, which is, okay, so what happens if you don't solve that issue? And that's where we get to the real meaning of impact. Impact is measured based on what happens if the client doesn't solve the underlying issue or problem that they're facing? What happens to the organization? What happens to them personally? And compared to other things on their plate, how important is it to solve this issue right now? So that whole idea of finding impact together gives us a way to determine whether or not we might be able to help, whether or not they have the kind of problems that we're good at solving. So once we get that idea of impact then what we have to do is we have to figure out how to ensure that all along the way we're not coming across like a pushy salesperson. Here's the thing you have to remember. If you show up and act like a pushy salesperson, your prospect picks up on those cues. And what happens is from a personality standpoint, they say, you know what? When I encounter somebody who behaves like that, I know that I guard my information tightly. I don't share things with, with transparency. I'm not open and honest. And let's face it. Those interactions are awful. It's like the bane of our existence. So if instead, if we come across sounding like somebody who's on their team, then we might actually disarm the notion that we're a salesperson. And instead, we're just looking out to see if we can help them. So one of the ways that we do that is once we, someone identifies the kind of issue or problem they're trying to solve, we can talk about how we've solved that successfully for other people but it may not be the right fit for them. So just because we helped other organizations focus on value over price, just because we helped other organizations shorten their sales cycles, just because we helped other people achieve their goals, doesn't mean that our approach is the right fit for you. So I'm just trying to learn more to see whether or not we might be able to help. And that notion of disarming with authenticity is something that, will quickly get your clients to say, well, why wouldn't it be a fit? Now, sometimes they get goofballs who say, well, I mean, we're always a fit for everyone. And that's just being overly optimistic and candidly quite naive because there are always reasons why someone's not a fit. In my business, oftentimes it's because, well, they're not really serious about investing serious dollars to solve these issues. They don't really believe that not solving that is actually costing them as much as it probably is. They don't believe that the outcome they would get is better than what they actually need it to be. So if they don't have belief in those things, then they're not a good fit either. If they're not willing to do the work, they're not a good fit. So you need to come up with a whole bunch of reasons and rationalizations for why someone may not be a fit for you. The other thing I want you to consider is this, is that in the notion of disarming – you can literally start building a list of criteria that says, look, if you meet one of these specific criteria, then we may not be a good fit for you. And if, in fact, that's the case, then it's not going to work. So sometimes I'll get people who 
uh, you know, I'll see over and over where people say, look, you know, we, we feel we already have all the answers in-house. And I'll literally say, look, if you feel you already have all the answers in-house, there's no reason you'd ever spend money on the outside. So I'm probably not a good fit. Now, it might sound weird that I'm seeking things that aren't a fit, but I just don't want to waste anyone's time. Effective sales is not about persuasion or coercion. It's about getting to the truth as quickly as possible. So we need to make sure that we're always in that disarm mode. Now, by the way, this applies to marketing as well. If the marketing on your website says, oh, we're always the greatest, we're always the best, then you just sound like someone who's bragging and your information is incredible. But instead, if you focus on, look, here's where we're a fit and here's where we're not, here's who we can help and have the greatest impact for, and if you don't meet this criteria, maybe not, then you're building a whole platform based on integrity and authenticity, and it will serve you quite well. So let's say we've gotten to this point now where we're, we're focused on finding impact together. We're able to come in and disarm the notion that we're just there to sell something early on. And now I've already got an existing account, or I've got a referral source. Because let's face it, our existing clients are a great referral source, as well as you might have other professionals who are, who are a great referral source. The mistake that many people make is they say, hey, can you refer me to some people who might need our stuff? And at that point, you're not disarming anything. You're basically saying, hey, give me the name of somebody who I can harass and try and sell our stuff to. But if instead, if you get a pretty good handle on the problems that you're good at solving and you can articulate those, then your referrals start to sound a little bit different. Because then what you say is when you contact somebody, you see – how you've been doing for them. So for example, if it's an existing client, I might ask them, well, so when we initially started this project, do you recall what the specific challenge was that you were hoping to overcome? What was it that, that sparked the interest in you guys finding a solution to begin with? And they'll often say, oh, well, you know, gee, what it was was we had this problem. And they'll, they'll define pretty clearly what that problem was. And then what you can do is you can reach out to those people and say, well, okay, so zero to 10, how well do you feel we've addressed that problem for you today? And if they give you an eight, nine, or 10, then you get to follow up and say, can you think of one or two other people inside the organization who might be facing that same type of challenge, who might be looking for a similar outcome? Now, keep in mind, I don't necessarily know that we can help them. That's the disarm part. But... If they're facing that, I'm happy to talk to them to see whether or not we might be able to help. The beauty of that introduction or referral is that now it's not just, oh, here's someone who's going to call you. It's, hey, we were facing this problem. These people were great and helped us solve it. I thought you might appreciate the same outcome. That's a much stronger referral than just a basic referral of, oh, here's somebody's name and number. Now, when it comes to your individual referral sources, it's the same sort of thing. If you can put things in the context, if you can put your message in the context of these are the types of problems we're good at solving, then your referral sources may have heard from other people who are facing those problems, but they don't necessarily know what services they should be seeking. That's your ideal prospect. Your ideal prospect knows they have a problem, but doesn't know what the solution is. Your ideal prospect isn't looking for your solution. They're looking to solve something and they don't know how to do it. That's what you're really looking for. So too often in referrals, people are saying, oh, I want someone who wants, you know, I sell XYZ. Can you refer me to people who are looking to buy XYZ? 
So for example, if I was a real estate agent and a family said, oh, our house is on the market. Now we're looking to buy a house. I might think that's the ideal referral. But it probably isn't because they already ha- probably have a relationship with someone because they've already crossed that threshold. Instead, I want people who it might sound something like this. Look, you know, my clients come to me when they've been living in the same house for years. They're now soon to be empty nesters the next couple of years. And they're not sure if they should buy a vacation home, if they should downsize or what they should do. But they're trying to evaluate their options. For a realtor, that's your ideal prospect. It's not even the person who's already out in the market. It's the person who you helped introduce to the market, and that creates a better opportunity. So your referrals are not about people who are looking to buy what you have. Your referrals are people who are facing a challenge that has enough impact on them or their organization that they're open to hearing about potential solutions. And when you do that, you'll always show up with integrity. So just recapping these quickly, I'll give you a quick 30-second recap. First, we're not out there just trying to sell things. We want to uncover the fit or finding impact together. So we're going to go through a dialogue to find out what is it that sparked a search for a solution or what inspired you to meet with us, and then what happens if you don't solve it. Then we want to make sure we are always disarming. So we're always explaining that just because we've done this for other people, it may not be a fit for you. And we want to maintain that level of skepticism, if you will, so that way we don't come across like someone who's just pushing our solution on other people. Those will both serve you well because once you understand the kind of problems you solve and the outcomes you can deliver, it gives you a great opportunity for referrals either inside an organization to other departments or from other referral sources to other likely prospects where you could have a dramatic impact. Remember... This show gets its direction from you, the listener. If there's a guest you think I should have on the program, if there's a topic you'd like me to cover, just drop me a note at ian at ianaltman.com. Thanks so much again for taking the time to post reviews and share this show with other people. really makes a big difference. So have an amazing week, add value, and grow revenue in a way everybody can embrace, even your customer.